Hey, this is Jordan Belfort, the real Wolf of Wall Street, and you're listening to The Anthony Rogers Show. Welcome back to the greatest show in the universe. Um, t- today we have a very special guest, uh, Maya Centris. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing tonight? Really good. That was like the nicest answer from a dominatrix I've ever heard, I feel like. I was like, yeah, stern, mean, like, I'm doing well, as you better be. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for, for the watchers on YouTube or listeners on streaming services, what, uh, what is a dominatrix more so? Like, uh, what, uh, dominatrix is pretty much a professional disciplinarian. Um, we are tops that you would hire to do things like discipline, slave training. We cater to fetishes. Um, we're getting some interference from cats. Uh, catering <laughs> fetishes, just different kinks in a safe professional environment. So, yeah, that's what a dominatrix does. No, it's interesting. Like, how, how would you talk to someone? Like, uh, talk to the listener or viewer or whatever, listener or whatever, how, how you would, like, what, what, would you, what would you do, like, on this thing, like, more or less? Like, I'm a five-year-old. It's just interesting to me. Like, I'm absorbing knowledge. If, like... Well, if you're a five-year-old, we're not having this conversation. 25-year-old. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> young man. I'm a young man. I, I just, like, I just feel like it, it, it interests me somehow. I just don't understand it. But I think, like, what, what, what would you say to somebody, like, like, more or less, like? Well, if someone's interested in kink and approached me, I'd ask things, like, uh, you know, have you seen my site? What interests do we have in common? No, I mean, past that, like, what would you say to, like, a client or something? Like, what would, like to somebody who's like, like, what? Or, yeah, like, like, yell at me or something. Or, I don't know what, not, not yell at me, you know what I mean? Well, what is, uh, <laughs> like, what would you say, more or less, like? Well, I would criticize you for your lighting situation that we talked about. It being <laughs> subpar. And because it's not up to my standards, you would have to do something for punishment to earn being on a little bit of an equal term with me to uh, work towards a reward or something like that as a generic. Yeah, you almost convinced me that I sucked like immediately. I'm, sorry, I'm like, man, like I did have a lighting problem earlier. I'm like, I'm like fuck. I'm like, I'm like, I know. That's why I brought it up. I don't have much to work smart. here. No, smart. <laughs> I mean, that's, that, that you got in my head like in like 10 seconds. <laughs> that was and- smart. What um so what else, like tell me more about yourself. what else do you do that was just the one that stuck out to me like I'm like I have to bring this up like I have to ask this like yeah I mean I've been a pro dom December is gonna mark my 21st year as being a professional dominatrix that's a long fucking time right. <laughs> that's half my life I've um, never heard that it's crazy so like, I've never heard anyone say that sense in my entire life I feel like yeah I feel like the range of a sex worker is maybe one to three years typically. Yeah, it's maybe like one to five, maybe ten if you're lucky. But yeah, how'd you get into this? Like, what was your um, like, what was your decision making process from all this? Like, because it seems interesting. I'm just been kinky and going through college. I had the opportunity to learn, and it stuck with me. It's something I'm good at. It's always entertaining, and it's always a new day. You know, even if someone comes to me and they're like, "Oh, I want bondage," and then the next day, "I want bondage." Every session's different. I'm always being creative, always having fun. You know, enjoying myself. So. That sounds interesting. Like more so than like uh, like most people's jobs. I feel like this like uh, I, I think like any kind of entertainment you want to live in like a fantasy land more or less, where like a lot of people like can't escape their cubicles more or less. You know, it's like I think it's like a it's a privilege to like be self made. I think. Yeah, being stuck in a box, you know, nine to five every day. One can make my own hours, make my own box, which I have. <laughs> Especially Fair. during COVID. And, That's uh, interesting. Yeah, we make our own boxes. That's interesting. You don't even escape the box. I always thought I escaped the box, but you're right, though. I didn't. I just, I'm just in a different shape box. Yeah, you build your walls around you and how you want them to be. So certainly I built a dungeon around me. Yeah. That's comfortable. 
Are you no, coming up? Are you coming to say hi? I guess not. Not yet. This is kind of like a cheesy question I ask people like this, but uh, but um, what uh, what, what does your family think of this more or less? Like, like you seem like you're probably close to your family for some reason. I, I get it. Yeah. Um, my mom has helped me set up almost every dungeon I've had. She is very cool, very supportive. My sister uh, has a lot of interesting questions. She'll ask things about, um, you know, what's chastity like, and things she'll hear my friends talk about, or like my personal slave. She'll ask questions that are pretty, you know, pretty good questions that not uh, most people that are vanilla wouldn't ask. So you have, you, okay, mm-hmm. you have a personal slave? Is that what you say? What, what, is, uh, what, is your pers- what is your personal slave? Like, describe that situation. I don't have a personal slave right now in Las Vegas. Um, I did have a lot in Chicago. I've only been in Vegas for two years. But in yeah. Chicago, I had several. I had a couple that were living submissives for like six-month periods uh, at a time. And it's really intense. <laughs> but their job is to be there to make my life easier. So that's not always the case. But I would train someone to learn that when I wake up, I want fucking coffee right now. I want it to be strong. I want to sweeten low, a little bit of soy milk, have it ready for the anticipated time of me getting up at 10 a.m., you know, and then having them do the chores, like prepping for my session, clean the house, be ready to film with me, whatever my needs would be. Um, I feel like like a person with a slave would wake up at 10. I feel like that's like the perfect time for someone with a slave. Like I wake up at 10 because I have slaves. Right, because they could wake up at like 8.30 and have everything ready for the day. <laughs> you know, it doesn't always work out that way. It's a lot more work to train a personal slave. Um, <laughs> if they don't have the training, it's just like, oh, Jesus Christ, I can get my own coffee. <laughs> you know, just trying to save the, the time in the morning and have it be more convenient. It doesn't always work out that way. But yeah. I don't have any in Las Vegas because the quality of slaves here pretty bad. <laughs> So, well, yeah. I feel like you said like seven viral sentences, like in this. I'm, I'm glad I, I'm glad I annoyed you because like, like to get you on this show because like I feel you like you're 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 just like an entertaining person. Like most people are like uh, boring. I feel like more or less like a little dry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's making me laugh. I don't know. I can't believe like uh, how many slaves did you have at one point? I, just, I, just, I don't know why it makes me laugh, but I mean, I'm, I've mostly been professional, so that's really hard to answer. Yeah. <laughs> kind of peak of my career when business was amazing it's like I could do mostly do longer sessions but I could do maybe like six uh shorter sessions in a day five days a week so it was like back to back to back um and now I don't see that many clients uh COVID being one but two it's just I'd rather see people that want high intensity can handle uh extreme situations open to a lot of play like I just did a session on Halloween. One of my clients I saw last year on Halloween that I've seen a few times flew in and we did something like an 18 hour session. So like what I, is an extreme uh, session to you? Like what, what does that mean? Like uh, to a layman or like myself or the listeners maybe? Well, for this session in particular, um, we started off in my client's hotel room who was a sissy. I instructed her to be tied up on the bed, have a key for me at the front desk come let myself in to have earphones on so she can't hear what's going on. Be blindfolded and tiptoeing in the room. (laughs) And then have leather gloves on and just came like put my hand over her mouth and nose and just wrestled her a little bit in bondage to get her more subdued. And then whispered things in her ear like, I'm going to get you fully tied up now. 
I'm going to leave the door open and just take all of your boy clothes and see who's going to wander in your room. I'm going to watch on cam and we'll see what happens to you. And she doesn't know if I'm joking or not, but obviously it's negotiated. But from there we did heavy bondage, um, a couple positions. And I did tie her up on the balcony of the Cosmo. She's terrified of heights. And it was something like the 35th floor, <laughs> like facing out onto the strip and, um, you know, blindfolded at some point, but having to like deal without fear play. And then from there, just doing a, lots of good bondage and breath play and it ended in doing something I don't get to do that often, which was really fun. But um, I rented a mermaid this person is very interested in drowning and being feminine and a mermaid. And then I also used a friend's pool and we ended up at like one in the morning during a drowning scene as a mermaid with having to hold her breath and pushing her underwater for 30 seconds at a time, 45 seconds at a time. And, uh, you know, just that's high intensity. Most people think of domination and think of like spanking, tickling, you know, whipping, things like that. But, it's like a different kind of roller coaster. And those are the kind of clients that I like to see that can appreciate that roller coaster of high intensity of, oh my God, is she serious? Are we really doing this? <gasps> and holding their breath and being like, fuck, okay. And having that fear, but arousal at the same time. So that's, that's interesting to hear like a, drown, like a drowning scenario. Like, so it was a mermaid drowning scenario, is everything? Yeah. <laughs> she were cre- she were creative. This is... Well, that's a lot of stuff that we talk about and kind of pre-negotiate that was not talked about specifically but um you know you have that level of communication ahead of time of here's what my interests are here's what my hard limits are that i absolutely don't want to explore and here's kind of what i'm curious about i want to be pushed at is the dialogue you have with someone before they come in for a professional session or even just you know playtime in general so what would, uh, say I found your business plan somehow, I'm not sure how you advertise or something, but like, say, say, um, like, like Twitter, I guess is the easiest way. Uh, so say I found your, uh, your, your business, whatever, like, what would it cost me to actually, uh, to, <laughs> I like to practically die, <laughs> whatever you're like the drowning, like, like, like what, what did you charge something like that? If, if that's, if it's not too personal. I mean, my, my typical rate for it, or it depends on where I am in the country and what effort is involved, but my typical rate is 400 for an hour. 750 for two hours and then it goes down from there but so yeah. that's awesome i'm so jealous of your business plan like i wish anyone would pay me four dollars an hour to do anything <laughs> like, i don't work that often so there's the thing you know i can save my energy and my intensity and creativity to planning something we started planning this maybe two months ago so it's not like i'm constantly working those hours and just making all this phenomenal money that's not how it works but well especially now i mean no one is <laughs> like i, I yeah. feel like other than like jeff bezos like he's the only one making money right now because everyone's still working amazon well that's very true i know um half of my friends uh do entertainment do bartending um or servers just entertainment in general and they're all out of work and just struggling and creating um uh twitch is that it is that what the kids are doing twitch channels <laughs> and all of that and uh you know finding other crafts that they can do to be independent and make money right now because it's just so fucked it's really yeah. fucked so yeah i was thinking about uh selling heroin to kill poor people and also make money i was like thinking i like, mean gotta think outside i gotta think outside your box so <laughs> <laughs> you're like, a, you're like an <laughs> you're like you're like what an entrepreneur 
my <laughs> cleaning up the streets, <laughs> cleaning up the streets and making a little pocket change. Yeah. I'm just joking. I, <laughs> I'll have to edit that out probably so I don't get like fucking sued for the, like five years from now and they like find this video. Like you remember one time you were talking to a dominatrix and you said that and like that'd be like that'd be how it would be to like you say like all these crazy shit like like yeah I fucking drowned somebody dressed like a mermaid almost and like like they're like, they're like, they're like whatever like it's a dominatrix like like if I say fucking you know it's like right you said twenty five more fucked up things but they'll, they'll find something I say yeah it's taken out of context and it's like you're now flagged for sure yeah what do you think about that uh, police state cancel culture type thing like uh, where they just like like you could, they could uh, if they don't like something you say that you could not have a job now like what do, what do you think of that that's really fucked up. Everything's so fucked up right now, though. And it's hard to say. I mean, I haven't been paying attention to what's going on with the election right now intentionally, but it's just so completely fucked up. You have to be careful of what you say on any platform, um, of what you post online, for sure, what's attached to your legal name. Everything can be traced back. I mean, ALEXA is listening to everything we're saying right now, as is, so it's like, you have no privacy. Everything's monitored. Just everything's really fucked up right now. So that's crazy. So, so even a dominatrix would have to watch your words. You have to watch your words online as well. Oh, for sure. That's crazy. That, that's like your job is to like be fucked up, like to say fucked up things or like and do you know? Yeah, but platforms like Instagram and Twitter, um, you mention anything that's a flagged word and it's taken down. Even on the, you know, I saw a lot of video clips and even on places like Clips for Sale, I want clips from any vids. Um, you can use a word that's flagged that um, is not related to anything horrible, but um, it'll just get taken down right away. I did a video, like you can't say pot as in marijuana. I did a video, this will blow your mind, will take way too long to explain, but I had someone, you know what a neti pot is? No, I'm stupid. Like It's like to clean out your sinus. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So yeah, I know this. someone say come up for months and I did a video. <sighs> where he put it in a nutty pot and I drained it through his nose. Right, so the video should be called oh. Come Nutty Pot. But because pot was in the word, I couldn't put it on like any fucking platform. And it's like, I can't say nutty pot? Like, really? But it's little things like that, that you just, there was yeah. say, or you can't say, or it'll be taken down, your account will be taken down. You can't pay your bills. You can't fucking have a job. Like you, like your family will ostracize you. No, it's it's like completely insane. Like um, it, it yeah. makes yeah, it's gone like way too far. <laughs> it really has. It really has. I'm just know? supposed. To, everyone just pretend like they're cool with everything. It's like this is like an insane thing. I don't know. It is co- completely crazy to like to deal with. But it's like it's. A, platform, um, oh, sorry. No, you go ahead. Where are you saying? Sorry. Oh, I just had a platform. Um, one of the clip stores sent me an email making me take down all of my religious blasphemy stuff, but only if it had um, images of a Bible in it or defaming a Bible in any way, or if it was humiliating. Other than that, I could leave everything up, but my account was definitely targeted of, here's links that we don't like that you need to take down. And it's not um, because of them or their choice, it's the credit card companies that are making these decisions of what words and terms you can use that are acceptable. So. I think credit card companies are way more blasphemous than, than <laughs> like, like, it just makes it, like, I, like I'm a Christian. I don't care what you believe. You know what I mean? I just like, I, I, I couldn't even, I couldn't imagine caring what somebody believes. I mean, I, I wouldn't like a conversation context, but like not enough to like judge somebody harshly. Like I don't care what religion somebody or lack of or anything, but I think credit card companies are probably the most like godless company structure in the fucking, like, in the fucking world. And they're controlling speech now. And just, yeah. 
Yeah. About you. Yeah, they take advantage of poor people basically. Like, like I mean, rather than help them out, they like charge them high interest rates, put them on forever like plans. The people do agree to the terms, but still, it's like I mean, so it's not like. Who reads that? Who reads something that's like this tiny that you can't even see? It's like who reads that? Yeah, I know. And like, yeah. yeah, I feel like yeah, websites like try to argue that too. They're always like, like that's like our terms and services. You know, it's like I try to argue that like I don't think it's notarized, and also like you can be intoxicated when you fill this out, or like or you didn't fill it out, or like you I mean it's like right. like, it's like it's like oh I don't remember doing that. Maybe I was drunk, and then your contract's void. Basically, that's how I feel. Basically, like, it it seems like very easy to get out of that legal battle with these idiots. Like Silicon Valley is like basically. Right. They're just a bunch of dorks. Like they're like the same dorks that like we didn't like years ago. You know, they just gained power because no one liked them, so they try to gain power. Well, you gotta compensate somehow. Yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah. Does it work if you say you're drunk when you filled it out? <laughs> I don't know yet, but I would assume because like contracts are void. I mean, you can't drive a car intoxicated. You can't sign a contract intoxicated. You can't like do. You, I mean, I would I would imagine that would void it immediately. And and if that didn't, it's not notarized either. So it's like just because your company says you do something doesn't mean like we have to listen to it or like it has to be or it's okay. Like Google's like, yeah, we murder people. Like it's in our terms and services. I'm like, like what? It's like that. that you can't just like make your own rules and laws because you're a company. No, no. I can, but you know, I control my box. So that's your specialty. Yeah, you, that's your that's your specialty. That's like your job. You're supposed that's your uh, you're supposed to, I guess. Like make the terms and rules, absolutely. But yeah, we went to to a different subject. Back to the interview of the show. <laughs> Back to an actual fucking interview. We went to a different tirade and stuff. Like, um, so where are you from originally? Like, I'm from Chicago. Oh, okay. Hometown. I uh, I'm not like the suburbs or city. Okay actually chicago yeah okay because everybody always says that and i just never know yeah like, whenever somebody says like a town i always like I, i'm I'm always like okay so they're at least 20 minutes from that area <laughs> 20 yeah. 20 to 40 minutes from that area people will be from like schaumburg when they say they're from chicago Let's yeah see. i'm from st louis and it's the same thing like there's like a 40 mile radius around here where everyone's like i'm from st louis and i'm like i know you where at then st louis they name like another town i'm like that's the town you live in it's not st louis yeah exactly but uh, we should do like a TED talk on this, like where where you actually live. <laughs> right. So many people misrepresent. But I guess it's also because you might not know what where that little small town is. Yeah. It might be. That's why we don't know because everybody always says the big town. <laughs> that's why we don't know. That. I'm just joking. <laughs> I have no idea. I was just a dumb rebuttal. But um, so you're in Vegas now, I guess you said? Yeah, I've been here for two years. I imagine that'd be a lucrative scene there, like, like when it's not, like when the fake end of the world's not happening. I imagine it's like a... Yeah, it can be. The last year are really fucked up, but it can be lucrative depending on what services you offer and what, you know, amount of risk you're willing to take. But yeah. So are you like a porn star also? Or like a... Mm-hmm. Okay. This was, you answer that the most like, you're like, yes. You're like, like, like you're drinking tea. Like you're like, yes, honey, I am also a porn star. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I don't do a ton of like boy-girl porn. I mostly do fetish stuff, but I do do some boy-girl porn and... uh yeah, I mean, that's super fun to do, too, and it's a good break from just doing straight-up domination to be like, all right, cool, and I'm going to do something completely opposite that's super sexual, and yeah. That's interesting. So, I some big dick. Well, I don't know. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So you go to the AVNs then, I guess? Yeah, I usually go every year. How many years have you gone? <sighs> I'm going to guess, like, 10 years. A lot. That's awesome. Is, is it fun? I've, I've been invited. I've been invited and I have like press passes. But I've never actually been. Is it worth it? Like, like, I guess you went 10 times. So like it probably is, but you're selling yourself to you. Like a, you're like an advertisement too. So I don't know if that's like, or are you advertising yourself? Or you just go for fun? It 
It's fun. I mean, it depends. Year by year, it's like some years I'll go and seriously work and set up like five shoots a day and do interviews. And then other years, I'll have friends come into town. It's like I'll work at a booth for a couple hours, do a couple shoots. But then it's like, I'll go to the parties this year and, you know, do the meet and greets and all that. So it kind of, you can... You can have fun or you can get stressed about it. It's what you put into it. So if you want to work nonstop and push yourself and network and take it super seriously, you can. If you want to be more chill about it and just meet people, hang out, you can do that too. So it's what you put into it. But I have a lot of fun every year. It is really fucking tiring. And at the end of it, you're just like, okay, I'm going to sleep for three days, not put makeup on, you know. When I go, I have to wake up at 8 a.m. and do makeup and I'm out to like, midnight and start all over again so no it's an interesting perspective like i I've, I've had press passes for like three years but i haven't gone it's always like right after christmas or something and i'm like christmas wipes me out i'm like i'm like dude i spent like so much money on christmas I mean, it was like, <laughs> well, it's like, like middle of january you can have some time to come down from it i mean they're fucking not going to do it this year there's no way but or this january, yeah but. yeah that would be weird yeah i guess i guess they can't do it then like uh they have to kill the entire economy or the virus won't die <laughs> I mean, honestly, going every year, people make jokes because everybody's shooting, right? And you're doing fluid contact if you're doing porn, and then you're doing the meet and greets, and then you're hugging fans. Everybody gets sick every year anyway, and we call it the avian flu. It's like, you can't escape that. It's like... I never even thought about that. That's crazy. Eight out of ten of the years, if it's ten that I'm guessing, I've gotten sick. There's only two years I haven't gotten sick. It's like, it just goes around like crazy with all that kind of interaction so it's like if they tried to do it for this january it's like there's no fucking way everyone would be having covid there's just no way so yeah not gonna happen is vegas still locked down like kind of like no most things are open um a lot of the bars and stuff aren't open but bars that serve food i think all bars can be open now yeah all bars can be open now a lot of them still aren't just by choice some of the casinos I heard are only doing like Thursday through Monday and then they're shut down for the hotels and casinos, but everything is pretty much open. Um, yeah, I go out a little bit, not a ton, but yeah, I got to go to a farmer's market today. So I was really excited about that. I'm pretty boring in general. <laughs> like mm-hmm. everyday life, it's like farmer's market. Yes. <laughs> But I know in Chicago, where I'm from, it's like they have a curfew now and they're back to like being locked down. Bars can be open if they, ha- if they have outdoor seating from like 3 p.m. to 9 p.m. or something. I think restaurant service indoors is all shut down. So it's different all over the country, but it's still pretty opened up here right now, even nice. though we're on the rise. Yeah, it's like I could imagine spending four grand a month to live somewhere that I can't do anything. <laughs> yeah. Like, what would you say? What's it like by you? Um, well, see, uh, St. Louis, it's basically the same as like major city rules, like where they try to make all that stuff. But the rest of Missouri doesn't give a fuck. And like, it, it's like, it, it's awesome. So if you just want to actually like eat good food and like talk to people that aren't crazy, like the, like outside of the city is awesome. But okay. like, um, but inside the city, it's like fucking crazy. Everybody's so scared and stupid. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, I don't do anything like insanely stupid, but I just don't, I just don't believe in like certain things are going to stop a spread of a virus. And like, I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't think like my quality of life being diminished and wearing a mask will help. But I think, but I do think that like, I don't know, I'm not gonna like go around like fucking with people and like touching everything. You know, it's like, I'm not gonna like be retarded either, but it's just like, I just like, 
I just, I don't know. I just don't like being told what to do. And I think even if like Sam dying and this is my last day of life, I'm going to do what I want to do. Like, I'm not going to like be scared all the time. That's kind of how I view it. But the state's kind of like that too. Kind of like, this is like kind of a fuck you kind of state. Like, it's like, <laughs> like, it's like, uh, and, and it's weird. I used to think that people outside of the city were dumb. I used to think that they're idiots. And like, now they seem like the smart ones to me. It's like fucking weird. Well, you know, if they're going out and having fun and having their freedoms and not feeling as oppressed, I guess. But, um. Without results, though, too, is the main thing. Like, I, because yeah, I think that if they were truly being stupid, like we'd have uh, the higher death rates. We have like, like, like this year, for example, like we have, uh, we have less deaths in 2020 than 2019. Okay. Like, like during a <laughs> pandemic. And like, and still like the thing nobody was to talk about, like the thing that actually kills people's heart disease. And like, like so many fucking fat people are just dying. All, you know, I mean, like there'll be like these fat people going like, Oh, you can't do that. You got to like the virus. I'm like, you're going to die of heart disease. That, that was kills more Americans than anything in the fucking world. Or, or more people even in the world, you know, everyone dies of heart disease. It's like over, overeating and lack of exercise. I mean, especially that's what this is creating also. And like, I mean, and like, it, it's just like an insane thing. It's just like, I feel like nobody's thinking we're all just like, we're like, well, this guy on TV, he like told me to do this. So like, I'm doing this because like everyone else is, and I want to fit in and be, and look smart rather than actually being smart. It's just weird. I don't know. I think people are following a lot of what celebrities say and a lot of what they see. And, um, just scared. Yeah. Honestly, scared. Me, I don't go with that much to begin with. So <laughs> right. it's not a big deal for me and I work from home. So it's not a big deal for me wearing a mask. I like it because I don't get hit on. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to talk to people. And yeah. I wear big ass sunglasses. I have bangs, so you see none of my face, and nobody wants to approach me. So I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. oh, everyone wants to talk to you, and it's like, no, I'm not friendly. <laughs> the mask help, helps with that. <laughs> no, it does. It, it's interesting. It's like, yeah, I don't think somebody couldn't. I, I, I would never tell someone they can't wear one. But I just think it's weird. Like, it's like the mandate, all the all the weird shit. They're like, like, yeah, like uh, you have to do. I'm like, I'm just not being good at being told to do. I've never been that way. Like, I didn't listen to my parents. I didn't listen to my teachers. I don't listen to. Like, you mean, I just never. I just, I was just like, kind of like, I, I'm like, I just think if something's dumb, it's just dumb. It doesn't matter who's telling it to you. I look like, well, a doctor said it. I'm like, okay, well, that doctor's dumb. Then I guess I don't know. It's like, it's just like they'll be like, well, a nurse said it. I'm like, okay, well, I mean, okay, I guess like that's their job title. It's like no different than a plumber telling me the the, the, the right answer. If a plumber's like, I'm a plumber, but here's the right answer. It was like, doesn't fucking matter. What it's just a weird time. And it's like weird kind of, I, we gotta watch, we gotta watch. It's like, I'm not saying they're trying to take our rights, but like they could be, <laughs> you know, it's like, you gotta watch it. Like you gotta keep these people in check that hate us and hate human beings, you know? There's so much going on right now and who knows what the overall uh, grand scheme of thing is, is and uh, how long it's going to last. Could last for so much longer than we think, but I don't know. I don't claim to know. I'm not a doctor or a plumber, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, I think, I think it's the most honest thing is like, no, we, no one knows really. We're just trying to figure it out. And, and it's just like, what the fuck? I mean, it's like, it's okay to be scared. It's okay to like be sad. It's okay. To, like, I mean, it's okay for other things. It's just like, like you got to get through it no matter what. And like, and I, and sorry to go on this tangent. I feel like I should be asking more provocative questions, but the world's weird as fuck. You know, it's like, it's just a weird, <laughs> it's just a weird time. I didn't think not talking about the election. So that's fine. Oh yeah. No, I, I, I was running in that election. I actually lost miserably. So uh, yeah, I, I like not talking about it too. <laughs> okay. I, I only, I got 59,000 votes and still fucking lost them out. I'm like, I'm like, Oh my God. I fucking, I got a lot of votes somehow, but it's really, yeah, fuck the election now. So I'm, I'm on board is what I'm saying. Fuck the election. Yeah, let's not deal with that. Yeah, I'm, not looking, yeah. I'm not looking forward to like the media prescribed like uh, so second so American Civil War either. <laughs> like you should be mad. I'm like, I don't care about your agenda. I just want to hang out and eat chicken and stuff. 
And it's looking fucking people posting about that, but that's you know, that's also why I'm not checking social media. Yeah. Really the past few days, or really for a while now, I haven't been on media much other than promoting my videos and, you know, promoting what sessions I do do. It's like I've been staying off social media because it's just it's too much out there. It's just too depressing, too overwhelming, and it's like, fuck all this noise. I'm happy being in my own little bubble and I'll come out when it's time. No, I think I think we all have roles and stuff too, for sure. I think it's all just like trying to figure it out, you know. Like no one has the answer, otherwise it'd be solved. So like you mean it's like it's like how like you know, I think it's smart. It's just a weird time. Like no, I was saying the same thing. It's funny you said about no social media stuff. Like I did that earlier. I, I and I like fucking. I was just like in my own zone. Like I got like a moped, probably oversharing. But I got like a moped and like a, I was just running around in like this smaller town. And like, um, I almost, I was like, I'm not even gonna look at my phone. And I'm like, and then I, I look at my phone and it's like 10 minutes to your first podcast. I'm like, Oh fuck. And I was like, <laughs> I like lost track of everything. Just getting out of my head. just like, just driving around and stuff. And I'm like, Oh my God, I better get back. And I'm like, it's good to get, you know, get out of your head. And like, you know, for me, it's going for walks at night. Um, I'm very residential in this part of Las Vegas. And it's like, I'll go for walks. I'll listen to a podcast and just kind of zone out and be like, Oh, I went four miles. I better turn around and go back home, you know? Yeah. Kind of clear your head. Um, No, it's definitely like some, no one talks about it. So I think it's interesting that we we brought that up. I think no one really talks about it. Like everyone's just trying to avoid it. They're like, like things are fine. Everything's like that meme, that meme where everything's on fire. It's like, everything's fine. Yeah. Everything's not fine, but what can you fucking do about it? Sit there and worry. It's not quality of life for anyone to sit there and worry and fret about it. So yeah and you're less intelligent when you're scared anyway so you have to like i mean like fear shrinks your mind so you have to like you have to like look through it and just like address it and like find through it and figure it out so that's the only difference between like a hero and a person is like like a hero just like is scared but they just do something about it <laughs> like i mean i guess yeah it's like the only difference between like i don't know you seem like a person who likes villains more than <laughs> sometimes i thought we were getting a cameo i don't know where they went yeah so what kind right. of dogs were that <laughs> they're not they're cats they're cats, they're cats yeah <laughs> I, know, I was just i was just fucking around i think it's funny that i call animals the wrong well, thing they think they're dogs but uh yeah i tried to wear them out before before jumping on with you but uh yeah you're so nice because like you like said it like in a way to, like you thought i was stupid but like you still like went with it you're, like you're like no they're not like you like answered the question but it's like t- like you could just tell them dumb you're, like you're an idiot well i wasn't saying that but people do say you know think that they're dogs or don't know what kind of animal they are because they look a little bit different but no, no, my friend had this joke where he said, like, a dog, and they always be like, my cat's weird. Like, just taking pictures of it, so it's just, like, it fucking came out of my head. Well, um, where can people follow you and stuff before we uh, go into, like, like before we go into fucking quantum physics next or something? Oh, uh, <laughs> where, where, where do you want uh, people to follow you? Where can they find you? Where can they give you money or whatever, like, you know? My main website that gives you all my links and session information, my interests, is sinstress.net. I have an OnlyFans, just like everyone else. That's Maya Sinstress. Uh, my clips for sale is myfetishaddictions.com, myoraladdictions.com, tickle invasion. I want Maya Sinstress is my, I want clubs. I'm on Moneybits, Pornhub. Um, I don't even know anymore. I'm pretty much <laughs> on all those sites. But yeah, Sinstress.net or finding my, me on OnlyFans is uh, the best way to get a hold of me. And to find my videos.